0: morning everyone how are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made I'm Karen Jane Casey presenting to you Karen's book corner this is a subtopic of my podcast turn to God with Karen every other Friday or that is every first and third Friday I'll be reading a small segment from something that I've written usually from one of the books that I've written or it could be a blog I talk about the subject matter here and give a backstory. I write because I want to share how great our God is. The Lord has forgiven me for numerous blunders. He rescued me from life-threatening situations. My life is a miracle. He has saved me through Jesus Christ. My gratitude motivates me to share my testimony of what I've learned along my very bumpy journey. And to encourage you to turn to God for your deliverance and for your redemption. Yes, part of my design is to whet your interest in reading one of my books. And you can find all of my books and my blogs at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. From there, you can also contact me. Today's read is from my newest release, A New Song Rises Up. And it has an accompanying study guide. We're going to read from Chapter 12, and the title of that is Did You Come to Jesus? and that's on pages 117 through 120 and it is my personal testimony of when I first came to Jesus and the dialogue does have some rough spots in it Um, I was a young wife and mother struggling in a failing marriage the setting was in rural West Virginia Forty-six years ago. Anyway, there are a number of thought-provoking questions in the respective study guide. So, I'm going to read now. Chapter 12, Did You Come to Jesus? Pages 117 through 120. I married my high school sweetheart shortly after graduation, something almost every couple in my graduating class had done. Since our class reunion was this year, I was surprised to realize that it was 50 years ago. He and I had lots of passion and emotions going on, maybe even hatred and anger. We both came from broken homes. We had no idea how to make a happy home. After being married a year, I had my son. Approximately three years later, I was foremost pregnant on the mo- this momentous day. Sunday morning, February ninth, 1975, began as nothing special compared to any other Sunday. As soon as I woke up, I decided, seemingly with no apparent reason or on a whim, to step out of the home by myself. To say this was unusual for me to do is an understatement. In fact, I had never simply decided to leave my son, three years old, alone with my husband unless it was a short, pre-planned trip such as to the doctor or for groceries. Was the Lord prompting me to go? Looking back now, I think so. I was filled with the urge to leave my home alone, yet I didn't have any destination in mind. I dressed up, fed us all breakfast, and announced my intentions. My husband assumed that I was going to church, so I decided to play that out, and I grabbed my Bible as I went out the door. Once in the car, though, I couldn't decide where to go. As I drove aimlessly, it seemed nothing was open on a Sunday morning and I could think of nothing to do. So, without a plan or idea what to do next, I decided to drive the short distance to my sister's house. She answered the door with her hair a mess and a robe on. To my surprise, I asked her, Are you going to church? (laughs) Confused, I questioned myself, Why did you say that? My sister immediately said yes, and she quickly got ready to go. She was excited, saying this was the best birthday present I could give her. I thought to myself, oh yeah, I forgot. She has been pestering me to go to church with her for for some time now, and tomorrow is her birthday. We went to a little country hellfire and brimstone church where the preacher was extremely dramatic with his face turning red and sweat pouring from his face as he yelled his sermon at us. He was a plump little man, and I worried he may collapse. While songs were being sung at the end of the service, I noticed the church staff were aggressively talking to those who were not singing, persuading them to come forward. I determined to smile and sing vigorously so they would not be dragging me to the altar. After a few songs, we began to sing In the Garden. That song had been my mother's favorite. While we sang, my mind traveled to the past, and I cried uncontrollably. I considered the many years of my family's ugly, dysfunctional, and violent past. I thought about the precious happy moments that i had had with my mother, who I had loved desperately. I remembered horrible scenes of experienced child abuse. My mother had died under suspicious circumstances while I was a teenager. Still crying, I suddenly felt as if I was no longer alone in my thoughts. Others, unseen, were around me, and one on my left and another on my right. They were whispering in my ears. Was it some kind of spiritual encounter? They were fighting for my soul. One of them reminded me of how religiously mixed up and out of balance my parents had been as they f- had fought venomously over Baptist beliefs versus those of my father's cult. I agreed. I sure don't want to be anything like them. Nope, nope, religion is not for me. The other asked, Does it make sense to refuse the only way, the truth, and the life? To give up eternity because of the choices of other people had, that they had made? My answer was clear. No, I have known the salvation message from childhood. I know that Jesus is my only hope. Then the first voice whispered, What God would allow the pain and suffering of innocent children? Where was God when you were beaten? Where was he when your baby brother was seriously crippled? And then I heard Jesus, I was with you through it all. And I'm with you now. I will never leave you. Suffering on earth is only for a moment compared to the joy of everlasting life with me. And I knew my life was a miracle. I knew this to be true. I knew it with all my heart. To stop the arguments and to declare my personal decision through action, I jumped into the aisle and quickly marched up to the altar. And there I asked for forgiveness of my sins, all of them, and I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. In that instant, my life was forever changed. I knew in that instant I had become a new creature in Jesus Christ. I was saved. I was born again. Well, was my life then perfect, free of challenges? You know that it wasn't. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me today. I hope you will join me every episode on Karen's Book Corner with the podcast turn to god with karen as you may know turn to god with karen has episodes every monday morning where we cover various topics of bringing encouragement and healing through our challenges and every wednesday we have sword of the spirit where i read passages from the word of god this is karen jane casey author speaker podcaster domestic violence advocate and ambassador for christ please go to my website's contact page To send me your comments and suggestions, any feedback is most welcome. And to purchase my books, go to my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. Well, thank you, and God bless.